Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Let's go ahead and get started. Super, super excited for this conversation. I want to first say thank you to Chris and the rest of the Eclipse.art team for this opportunity. This is our very first sponsor, our very first partnership. I am super, super excited for this because you don't know how many times I've thought we need this type of a platform on Ethereum, this open generative art platform, and I won't give it all away. We're going to talk through all the details, but this is something that I'm really excited to have out there and talk about because I think this is very much needed for the space. So I applaud you and your team for all the hard work in making this happen and all of the artists for creating beautiful art that we can all share and enjoy and working with this fantastic innovation with Eclipse.art. So wanted to start off and, and say that a quick introduction to myself and Collector's Corner. We are just generative art lovers and we want to bring some media to the space to organize information and help everybody navigate the space. This is which is rapidly growing, and of course, highlight really cool projects, really cool art that are happening in the space and really cool builders, which is why we're here today with both the artists and the team from Eclipse.art. And really quickly, we have the artist, Jens Lab, Jens Klarholm, Josh Romans, Morbeck Art, um, Eduardo, who is Edux Ducks, Mattel Code, Click Code, um, Roger S. Mattelione, and Modus Art. They're all releasing Genesis collections on to Eclipse.art, meaning this is the Genesis set to launch Eclipse.art. And there's one extra special one there as well. We're going to first talk with the Eclipse.art team about their platform, um, you know, why they built it and what's different about it. And then we're going to talk to each of the artists about the art that they have chosen to create for this platform and why they chose to work with Eclipse.art. And for anybody who is here, if you miss something, if you need to leave, don't worry. This will be recorded. This will be on our podcast. So we will have this all saved. Um, but stay because it's always better live. And uh, we, can, we can hear these wonderful artists share their stories and these wonderful builders share their stories. So I want to first just uh, introduce up here on stage with me, uh, Chris, who is, uh, I, Chris, you know, I don't even know how to say your name, Stesky.eth, um, but I want to introduce him and he has an extra announcement as well um, with uh, one of his team members, Ghost. So I'll hand the mic to you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, hosting this spaces and uh, yeah, taking over uh, this conversation. Um, my name is Chris. I'm the founder of uh, GenArt. GenArt is a, a membership-based generative art platform that had la launched uh, in 2021. Um, we are currently expanding our uh, product uh, line. Um, that's why we um, came up with uh, Eclipse, an open platform that uh, has no friction, that is uh, that assists artists to deploy and self-custody their own smart contracts and um yeah so and we are today we are here to uh, explain to you what uh, we have been working on um why we have been working on this and uh, where we are going fantastic fantastic and and ghost 
welcome on stage ghost is uh well maybe you can describe what you do at eclipse.art and, and i know you have an announcement for us yeah hey uh glad to be on and happy to be on to talk about eclipse and the platform we've been building behind the scenes for the last few months and yeah i'm the community manager for both gen.art and eclipse.art um and uh our announcement is that uh, chris already hinted at it that uh we have our uh, we have a few collections that are launching together with the platform. Uh, so launching, we have seven collections that we're calling the Eclipse Genesis, uh, Eclipse Genesis collections. Six of these are from artists that have helped us immensely during our development stage with their feedback and suggestions. And Eclipse would not be the product it is today without them. Um, so the first two collections are already uh, are going live today. One is already live. Um, actually, two is are live, but I'll get to that bit later. From the artist, one is live, and that is Layers from Joss Romans. And the second one is going live at 7.30 CET, and that's Fibrin from Jen's lab. Uh, on the 26th, we have two more collections. Um, that's Encuadrado from Eduardo and Ecos from Morbeck. And the final two collections will be launching on the 28th. That's Holos um, from Mataleon and Linearity from Modus Art. And the seventh collection is a special one. Um, as this collection is called the Eclipse Genesis, this is one. This one is our gift to our early users. It's a collection with a 10k supply. Uh, the first 1,000 pieces are free mint for anybody who wants to mint them, and the rest uh, of the supply will be distributed on a later date. Distribute, distribution method is uh, still to be determined, but uh, this is a, a free mint to celebrate the launch of Eclipse and also to as a gift for from us to you. Beautiful, beautiful. Super excited. I think that's fantastic to have this uh, gift given. And, uh, you know, maybe just just like really quickly, the art from the Eclipse Genesis Mint. Uh, yeah, did, did you all make that yourselves or did you work with some artists for it? Um, actually, it was just... Um... The dev team who worked on it, uh, we were we were just trying to uh, yeah, create some simple uh, pattern to yeah, demonstrate our um, uh, collections, and uh, yeah, we came up with this uh, simple algorithm that creates uh, a grid with uh, boxes that uh, slightly intersect with each other, and some algorithm that uh, mixes up colors and just um, fills up the boxes. So um, actually very simple, small code that just, uh, uh, um, yeah, just uh, was created while we were playing around. There you go. <laughs> they're, they're leaders, builders, and artists. Well, this is exactly. awesome. <laughs> And I mean, this is I mean, great about the space. Few, many, maybe few people know that I myself, I have a background as as an artist. When I was uh, younger uh, in school, I did a lot of drawings and uh, went to competitions. So I have an artistic uh, part. But um, yeah, when I get older, I just uh, went into technology and. Uh, I found the art in coding. And so, yeah, it was a good, uh, I always wanted to launch a collection. I worked uh, on some the past years, but I never uh, published something. 
Well, that's fantastic. Congrats on publishing your first artwork. And we're glad that you, you are bringing your old interests of art back with your, you know, your, your skills as a technologist. And let's, let's dive into it. So, you know, your team's been working really hard on Eclipse.art, you and your team. What problems were you aiming to solve through building the platform? So main problem, what we were trying to solve is uh, contract ownership and self-custody. So we want to give artists uh, full control about the pricing, the realities, the distribution of the, of the uh, collection. And we also believe that uh, this is something that is currently very important to uh, a lot of creators. And uh, we're also seeing it in discussions with marketplaces and uh, Blur, the fight with Blur and OpenSea, etc. So um, I think this is going to be a thing in the future. So um, it's very important to uh, yeah, um, keep track on it and uh, support it. Um, then we, we want to assist artists who are not Solidity coders and still want to create their own collection, which is currently pretty hard because you would have uh, need to first write the code, then uh, deploy it. And I guess writing the code is um, not the bigger problem. It's, it's more deploying the code, deploying the contract, which is if you use developer tools, tools very, uh, um, yeah, needs, needs some skills and knowledge. Um, but this process can be done completely on chain. So what we what we build is um, we have a contract factory. This contract factory can just clone other contracts. So we can implement uh, an NFT contract, uh, upload the bytecode of this contract um, to another contract, which is the factory contract, and just clone um, this address um, and do some modifications like uh, after after deployment or um, in, it's the step is after the deployment but uh, it's happening actually in the same block so uh, it's happening uh, um, yeah this this ensures that uh, the contract cannot be changed uh, afterwards like the initial values of the of the um, cloned contract um, are not uh, modified by any other uh, user. So this concept ex exists since longer. There are a lot of uh, protocols who implemented it. One of them is, for example, the Gnosis Safe. Uh, yeah, so there, there are uh, a few already. Um, and we brought it brought it to um, NFTs and ERC721 and uh, generative art. So this are the main problems that uh, Eclipse are trying to solve. And, and through these, you know, utilizing these new tools, um, the artists now get full control over their, their contracts, right? So what was happening before? You know, like what kinds of issues could artists run into if they didn't have full control of their contracts? So, um, for example, when, when you look at the art blocks contract or uh, I didn't. I didn't check if they did any updates, but um, the the old Artblocks contract uh, there was 
like it's it's a one it's actually technically it's a, a single collection but um some workaround is used to split those um collections in multiple ones and then some special open integration to uh support this kind of uh custom implementation so uh yeah when we when we launched gen art we did quite the same like because uh that was one of the easiest ways to uh, support uh multiple collections in a single ERC721 contract so uh we also adapted this kind of concept um but we noticed that we we are we faced a lot of issues when it came to the open integration we had to uh also get a special integration from them um open does it partly manually which uh is also uh, very difficult for them to handle um so it has uh, throwbacks um and uh you you, you just you, you can uh, it's hard for you to customize the 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 um the, the the single collections like if when it comes to like realities or um metadata or stuff like that then you have like a, a single interface that is applied to all the collections that are deployed on this single erc721 contract um yeah this is from technical perspective not ideal and uh what um, Eclipse was trying to solve was actually this problem, like uh, splitting out collections in single contracts and still having them under one uh, like master contract that uh, is able to um, control all of them and uh, provide uh, maximum uh, flexibility. Got it, got it. And then this this now allows artists to have their own open C pages and allows them to have control over royalties. Exactly, because they are they are the owner of the contract, they own it. So and what OpenSea does when you go to the page and try to update something that they just check the the ownership on the smart contract and if you are the owner and you're connected with your wallet then you can just um edit everything. Right, right. And then this um, also allows to maintain control of the royalties and you don't need the funds exactly, to be distributed exactly. from a central exactly. platform. So regarding royalties, there are um, like two kinds of royalties. Um, one is um, defined in the smart contract itself. Um, when, when, when it's deployed, then the artist sets the, the royalty fees and also the platform fees are added to it um and there is there is the there is the custom uh royalty interface of uh, secondary marketplaces like OpenSea. per default they 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 use the royalty info that uh is implemented in the contract but you can override it from their web page so um it doesn't matter if you have it on chain um they just don't care and uh over if, if you override it like 
if you you are the owner of the contract, so it makes sense for you to just override it if you um, want to. Why did OpenSea give this option? Because there were a lot of agencies who were deploying contracts for artists, so they needed this feature to um, manually split split royalties through um, OpenSea. But it's not something that is um, implemented on chain. Um, with our concept, we just don't have this problem. Like uh, the artist is the owner of the contract. He can just uh, either override it on OpenSea, which is fine, or just change it on the smart contract. Um, yeah. Fantastic. And and you also have made it so that artists can have their individual like uh, releases on their own domains, right? Exactly. Can you talk a little bit about that? So, yeah, actually, um, this is this could be also possible with an art blocks uh, collection. So this is not something that is specific to Eclipse. But um, we, when we build um, our web web page, we um, build a component library and uh, like a, a hook library um, to use um, our contracts and our API. And we plan to make it open source for artists. So, um, and like uh, prepare a template, a template app with all the necessary uh, libraries, hooks and uh, components um, that artists can then use to just create a custom page with simple HTML skills. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. So customizability all around, um, self-custody exactly. of your contracts, royalties. So this is, this is fantastic. I'm again, super excited because this type of an open platform, it allows for a lot of innovation, right? So and when, you know, just to reiterate, when we say open this, uh, the model that most of us are familiar with is, is FX hash where any artist can come and, and release on here. Um, but you know, one question that's come up is, uh, you know, trying to make sure that we don't have things like, are, are there going to be some kind of, um, ways that the platform will discourage people from stealing code and releasing new artworks? And the reason I bring this up is the, the positive of an open platform is you get a lot more people experimenting. We get a lot more innovation. The best ideas can be seen and rise to the top. Uh, the downside is you, you do get some people who are doing things that are um, a little bit unsavory. Uh, so just curious how uh, you're going to discourage people from some of those activities. So first thing, we want to implement a reporting system. We are already working on it. We're going to roll it out in the next uh, two weeks. Um, so just uh, like the uh, standard uh, report system where uh, collections uh, will just be taken down if a specific amount of users uh, rewarded it. Um, this is, of course, uh, filtered by IP addresses, etc., to prevent um, malicious actors. So we are already working on that. Um, one thing we are also planning and thinking about, uh, which is maybe a bit more far in the future, but um, actually it's very 
it's a it's a good use case to use um, AI algorithms to just compare images and detect uh, similarities. Um, this is not something that is uh, very sophisticated. It uh, it's very straightforward. So I think um, this is something we're gonna experiment with in the next couple of weeks, and um, we'll see what kind of results we'll get. But I think um, this could be one of the uh, yeah, best ways to prevent uh, yeah, stealing collections. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I've always, and also, again, I, I like this. I'm sorry, go ahead. Also that we, we have all the, all the data is accessible. Like we have it on the blockchain. We can query um, the known collections. Uh, there are databases for all those uh, big collections or so their their addresses are known um so it's quite easy to just go through all of them um download metadata and feed some ai with it and then just compare images like outputs and um, whenever we an artist creates a collection and creates a testament and deploys deploys it and creates a testament then we generate images and store them so we already know before the artist deploys it to mainnet um, how the art looks like. So we can do some detections. Fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, this is a very hard problem to solve. And I, I love that you're approaching it in two different ways. One, utilizing the technology to identify things and also the self-policing, which I think is incredibly powerful and sometimes a, a little bit understated. So exactly. commend you on that. Um, the other thing I wanted to just quickly ask about is, you know, in addition to doing these awesome things for artists, you are also for builders, you're opening up your uh, developer API and uh, you have a lot of things in the pipeline. So I know you're planning to branch out to other L2s and EVMs. So I wanted to ask, what is sort of the, the longer term vision here with Eclipse.art? Uh, so, yeah, um, already what I already mentioned, uh, long term vision is mainly contract ownership and providing tools for artists to uh, assist them uh, create art. Um, we uh, have the experience, we have uh, the, the the knowledge and and also the the community with our uh, um, GA brand. So there's a lot that uh, came together for us to um, think about uh, what can we do for the future of generative art and uh, and what's 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 actually missing. And what uh, what probably will help uh, future uh, adoption. So um, our vision is really to just create cool tools for artists to create various kind of collections, not just generative art. This is just our primary focus because uh, we have there our biggest domain knowledge, and it's also one of the hardest problems to solve, I think. So creating um, template 
collections, like most of the PFP collections, um, that, that's not hard, like uh, layering, layering uh, five images uh, over another. Um, so it's much more harder when someone writes some code and we don't know what the code actually does. And uh, you need to render it with uh, a lot of CPU and power. And uh, it also depends on the collection itself. So you can not detect from the code itself uh, how much uh, resources this collection needs. So um, it's 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 quite a uh, yeah uh, a big issue actually to um, have something uh, that uh, always works with different code um, and. Uh, um, we yeah, have found a very good uh, architecture that uh, supports that, that uh, yeah, uh, helps us uh, also do it cost efficiently. Like uh, we're able to run uh, 15 instances of rendering engines uh, right now. So this is quite a lot with, I think, uh, 96 core CPUs. Um, yeah. Well, fantastic. I mean, uh, you, you, clearly you're a brilliant engineer, as is your team. So we are really excited and, and happy that you're working on this to bring us just like fantastic UI and UX for artists and collectors as well. I wanted to say, I mean, I've been speaking with the Eclipse.art team, and they are also working on features to cut down on fees and the auto capture royalties. I know this is something as a collector, I, I'm sometimes you know nervous about. I'm like, did I accidentally buy something without royalties? And I always have to double check because you obviously don't want that to happen. So and really just want to commend you again for the accomplishment of this release. And uh, you know, maybe we can hand it over to some of our artists to chat about sure. the sure. fantastic work they have here. Um, thank you again, Chris and uh, uh, Josh. I'd like to, it's, of course, like we'll we'll have time at the end for for more folks to chat. Um, but I I wanted to uh, invite Josh to speak about layers, your new release on Eclipse.art, and uh, love to hear about the art itself, which is beautiful. Everyone should check it out. But also, you know, what made you decide to launch as part of the Genesis collection on the. Um, all right, yeah, so let's start about the collection layers, um, which is basically, yeah, so I'm drawing pixels. It's like a long experiment of uh, yeah, making artworks by drawing single pixels and uh, yeah, using a certain system that is basically evolved from uh, a tractor. Um, so I, I use this technique for attraction, uh, a collection on Artbox. And I have a lot of like side quests from, yeah, from that method. Um, so, it, and it's a bit hard to explain the technical things uh, by voice. But yeah, so I will say it's uh, drawing pixels using uh, yeah, probability and uh, certain start conditions. And as you can see in the collection, a lot of uh, uh, methods like the sign and tangent uh, methods that uh, create waves. 
Um, yeah. I mean, and yeah. I was just going to say, sorry to interrupt. I mean, these, these are quite beautiful. I feel like you're, you're underselling them a little bit. Um, although the technique, uh, like you're describing is really uh, about the study and drawing pixels, the way that you incorporate the waveforms into here really brings a lot of texture and depth, like 3d depth in here, which is quite beautiful. And, and you have a really, uh, you know, very interesting mix of colors. Like some of them are just shades of blue, but some of them have more of a, the spectrum, which uh, I, I'm looking at right now at the eight that have minted so far. And uh, just like attractions, these are like like beautiful yet simple. There's uh, something hard for me to define. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot. Um, um, oh yeah, I wanted to elaborate uh, quickly on, uh, so I chose, so basically the system I make is pretty uh, wild, I would say, uh, and one direction, well, I encountered, well, was this uh, layered kind of uh, output. So I decided to yeah, pursue those to make uh, yeah, a cohesive uh, collection. Um, so it's it's a bit it's hard like the way how i approach this is is quite uh yeah chaotic is the word because there's there are a lot of things i can do with this code um but i so i chose the layers and then i made uh, layered yeah variations um yeah and that like that concept kept uh, growing and uh, yeah it also yeah sometimes made me think about uh yeah like uh analogies for layers like how things in life are layers layered like emotions and thoughts and how you can dig yeah dig into things which have many layers so yeah that's uh, that's like the concept i yeah how i yeah how i arrived at uh, this concept basically um oh and i think by the way, we can mint Jens' uh, drop right now, if I'm correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, it just started. Yeah, uh, Jens' lab just uh, has his drop fiber and just went live on 7.30. So I already see a few mints coming in, and they're looking amazing. Uh, so excited about that as well. Yeah, so am I. Yes. And, and Josh, while, while we have you on stage still... Um, yes. Why? What made you decide to release with Eclipse.art? Um, yeah. So, well, one of the reasons is simply uh, because I I had a collection on Gen.art uh, before, uh, Astrata, um, and I was in touch with uh, with Muff and Chris, um, so I knew about their plans, um, and yeah, besides that connection, um, I. Well, I definitely liked ID for an open platform on Ethereum. Um, yeah, for all the, the reasons that Chris also mentioned before, but also, well, let's say for the artist's uh, flexibility, um, it gives her, it, it creates quite a lot of opportunities where I could do, for example, airdrops or a small collection or something specific. Um, so I think yeah, it can be fun to uh, to do to do things like that, yeah, without any yeah, limitations, uh, basically. Yeah, it's a super exciting, and again, kudos to the team for uh, creating a system that allows you to do that. 
Uh, how's your experience been so far? Uh, good, pretty good. Yeah, the test environment worked pretty well, and uh, yeah, you know, just small uh, minor uh, things that you encounter when testing something like this. But it's uh, it's really good. I think the, as far as I can tell, the the tech is you know is is good. It's proven with gendered art, and uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, that's good, and the environment is uh, is pretty nice to do settings up. Excellent, excellent. Well, well, thank you, Joss. Congratulations on layers. And you know, I asked that last question, and just some context. I mean, it's it's not uh, always a given that a platform launches and the the tech works well. Uh, you know, a lot of these things we have issues with like failures on launch. So again, I I think it we get spoiled by such good engineering in the space. Um, but it's it's actually not as common as uh, folks may think. And Jens, I, I'd love to invite you on stage and talk about Vibrant, your collection that just released. Maybe you can well, talk to the art is already fifteen minted already. Yeah, I'm I'm blown away. It's it's great to see. So uh, well, I'm Jens Klarholm, uh, and I'm a uh, an artist, not just a generative artist, or I, mainly I've been doing some kind of generative art, but came into uh, like the, the technical or generative art from from the side of physical art. So I started out making drawing machines, <laughs> which is in fact a kind of uh, generative art since you have like a machine doing the generative. But then I started learning about NFTs and. Uh, basically realized that what a great tool to experiment with. Doing things in in real life takes a lot of time and it's really hard and there's like physics and stuff you need to think about. Well, when you have a computer, you can do stuff really fast and in ways you just can't. So often my work starts out with some kind of idea of a physical thing I want to do. And with Vibrant, it's basically playing around with really, really thin threads, like sewing threads. So what, what if I took threads of a lot of different colors and then I just put them next to each other really, really, really tight? And, and that's the core of Vibrant. But when you like take the technology and just accelerate that idea to the max, and you do it thousands of times, 50,000 threads per piece, then you really start to find like, what is the new thing here? Um, so, so that's like the core algorithm for me. Yeah, these are these are super cool as well. I mean, one of them, so most of them are either horizontal um, or vertical, but there's a few here that have some mixture. So some, some interesting rarities here. And, uh, you know, you're a physical artist as well. Uh, I got to ask, have you ever thought about creating a physical, you know, tapestry or something out of oh, your yes. art? I mean, this this would be an amazing uh, physical piece as well. I think that, that would be like my um, uh, catching up after making this. It's quite an intense experience dropping something and writing the code and making sure everything works. So now I'm just going to sit down and cut threads and put 50,000 threads down and see what it looks like in real life and see if it actually matches. 
That's amazing. Well, you definitely got to tweet that once you do it. And, um, oh, you know, course. what was your experience like with Eclipse.art and, and why did you choose to be a part of the Genesis collection? Yeah, just as Joss, uh, I have released a collection at uh, Gen.art before. Uh, and that was about a year ago. And um, then I I made uh, Vibrant and talked a little bit to the team and they told me about Eclipse. And I think it's a brilliant idea. I mean, it's a, the artwork is in itself what you want to release. And the platform can be really helpful, but it's also something that you really like have to fight to release your work. Sometimes you just want to do something uh, and that here, like Eclipse can really fill that space and, and allow someone who maybe don't want to reach out to platforms and, and get selected by a curation board or anything, just want to do it themselves. So I really like the idea. And also like having this uh, control over my collection, it's, it's a really great feeling. And the tech has been working fine. It's, I mean, it's battle proven through gen.art. There's been bugs, of course, but Chris is like super fast at uh, fixing it. And uh, I think it will be a very smooth operation going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's very responsive. Uh, the UI UX is great. I'm only seeing the public facing side, but uh, it seems like it's going fantastic. So, so thank you for uh, speaking and again for your art. I really appreciate you joining us on stage here. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, perhaps we could go to Eduardo next. You have an Inquandro that's going to release in a couple of days. Maybe you could tell us about this this piece and your intention behind it. Hello, hello. Um, Enquadrado, it's a piece. It's a name in Portuguese who means a lot of things. One of those things is put something inside a square, like uh, frame something. But at the same time, Enquadrado can be a square by itself. And this is... The main, um, uh, this is the, the center of my artwork. Here I have worked with P5.js. I've tried to make something like a pont list inside a grid, but not a, a regular grid, something like more chaotic, something like when we have some overlaps between squares and make it more a beautiful mess, something like that. That's my plan. Well, it, it certainly looks like a beautiful mess from the previews that we see here and a really fantastic variety. So congratulations on this release. I'm really excited to see what they look like when they're all coming out. And I wanted to ask you a uh, same question. So how has your experience been with Eclipse.art and, and why did you choose to be a part of the Genesis collection? Uh, my experience in Eclipse.art was amazing. I have a lot of support for the team and it was great to create my own collection inside uh, another chain. And let me talk about my background. I only have worked in Tezos and Polygon before, that was really different than Ethereum. 
um, this is what this was amazing. Create my piece, deploy on testnet, test, uh, see what I got, and change. And the workflow was amazing. And I love the concept of non-curation platform to see people can deliver what they want to do. Yes, the certainly having the flexibility is, is amazing. And uh, your your experience so far, how's it been? Oh, it was really great. Um, it was easy to to set up my my code here, and it's amazing to see the UI on Wax. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> it's sweet. That's that's perfect. I love it. Right to the point. Um, well, thank you, Eduardo, again, for your art and for sharing it and for taking the time to, to speak with us here on stage. Um, Morbeck. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eduardo. Thank you. Thank you. Morbeck, how are oh, you doing? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Morbeck. I muted myself when I was talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say thank you for coming on stage as well. Uh, maybe you could talk to us about ecos. Like I'm, I'm seeing all sorts of patterns. I feel like you, you mixed in a lot of uh, optical illusions in here somehow. It's really cool art. Uh, maybe you could talk intention behind it and and the art itself. Oh, are you there, Morbeck? Uh, the joys of Twitter. Can can anyone else hear Morbeck, or is it just me? No. Hello. Hi. You listen to me okay. now? Yes. Ah, yes. see, no, good, good. Uh, and first, I, I apologize as my, my English is not so good. Huh? I, I speak a little bit, but uh, I understand uh, uh, better. No, no, uh, no need to my, apologize, my friend. <laughs> well, uh, talking about my, my Genesis project, uh, Echoes, uh, is my, my first generative artwork on Ethereum. Huh? And uh, it is a, a long form generative art né? project that, that explores uh, in the, the, the apparent chaos, né? apparent chaos of vibrant images, a world where nature and human creation intertwine in a poetic and uh, disturbing way. Né? And uh, um, where, where vibrant tones and the fluid contours suggest movement and, and life, né? highlight the, the diversity and the richness of the, the universe né? at the same time. It was a, 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 a stacked reference uh, of a human action, né? Uh, whether as oil is spill, spilled in, into the sea or drawings formed on the the walls of uh, a potassium extractor mines and, and, and others. Uh, this work in, in total has uh, 12 uh, different palettes, né? two possibles of uh, direction of elements, né? four stages of amplitude, and uh, three degrees of saturation and 15 degrees of density of elements. Uh, that's it, né? Echoes uh, uh, 
is the 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 my project uh, again is on Eclipse né? on Ethereum. Beautiful, and I you know I do love the juxtaposition of like you were saying the sort of the darkness of life along with the the light. I think that's uh, actually very very uh, I experience that every day. So this definitely resonates with me. Now, I wanted to ask uh, how how was the experience with Eclipse.art and uh, why did you join to be decide to be part of the Genesis collection? Uh, well, uh, my experience with uh, Eclipse né, has been so good. Né? I've been following the 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 work of the Gen.art and the. Uh, Literally, I've been able to interact more effectively with the the whole team. Né? During the the platform development process, uh, we are invited to experiment and give a feedback. Né? And the 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 team was way listening to us and correcting uh, what was necessary in in, in the the time. Né? It has been a, a process uh, of hard work and and learning so far. Né? It's so so good. Excellent, excellent. Glad to hear it, and and thank you for sharing. And by the way, you did you did great. I was totally able to understand you. So uh, don't don't discount your English. Thanks for joining and and thanks for sharing. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, uh, Modus. Uh, you are here on stage as well. Could you tell us about your Genesis collection and uh, some of the inspiration behind it? Yes, hello. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, so I am Modus Art. My real name is Owen. And yeah, I'm very happy to announce my next piece dropping on Ellipse this Friday is a Linarity. Um, linarity, uh, this is a study into um, shapes and forms all based within like a, a living, breathing grid um, composed of basic lines. Uh, so the idea behind this piece was to kind of blend the idea of um, organic nature, kind of randomness, then with the very strict, rigid rules of mathematics. So a lot of the shapes are comprised of patterns which follow mathematical algorithms, very strict and as they are. But I didn't want to have them so rigid. I want to be a little more natural, not just in how it's created and minted, but in the actual visual aspect of that. So I decided to go for a very kind of like a hand-drawn, almost scribbly line for the majority of the pieces. Like the shapes and patterns are all created from shapes, or sorry, from lines. And everything within this then sits inside a grid. And uh, the grid is not visible directly. The grid kind of only becomes visible by looking at the shapes and the forms that comprise of the grid. And it's not static. It uh, moves, it animates and breathes. Uh, everything remains within the confines of the canvas, uh, but it's continuously breathing and growing. And as each like, cell, if you have it within the grid, changes size and shape, that will then affect the patterns and the forms within that. Um, to give a bit of background on the, kind of the inspiration for this, a lot of it came from when I was working on a project Looms with another artist, British artist. She is uh, called, called Emily, and she is a, um, an in-real-life kind of painter, more of a classical kind of painter that way. So we collaborated on Illumins, which dropped on Artblocks a couple of weeks ago. And while working with her, she kind of really introduced me to this idea of the organic flow of drawing, where you shouldn't have such a rigid idea of the outcome. It should just, you begin and then see where it ends. So from that, that really got me onto this idea of 
using mathematics in an organic way to try to not have it visually so rigid the way a lot of my other work would have been. And I think it came to quite came together quite well. I'm very happy with the result. And yeah, I really can't wait for everyone to mint it. I do have a little microsite with some test mints. So I'll, I'll share that over the, the coming days. Okay. Can't wait to see them. And I love that juxtaposition between the rigid mathematics that we're used to and the organic. I mean, I remember when I was in my engineering school and taking uh, advanced mathematics and you're getting to differential equations, it kind of made my brain hurt. So uh, kudos to you for, for diving into some of that and, and melding it. I know you're not necessarily saying you went to differential equations, but it, you know the, the math of nature is uh, certainly more complicated and hard to capture than the math of you know the solid objects that we deal with in day-to-day like tables and whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah, so, so thank you for sharing that. Can't wait to see it. And as with everyone else, what was your experience like with Eclipse and, and why did you decide to launch with them? Uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. Um, like again, not to kind of repeat what everybody said, but it's been really, really smooth. Um, coming off, coming from Gen Art, uh, their documentation there was great because that enabled me to quite quickly kind of translate my code into a setup that worked. And then, yeah, getting onto the platform is fantastic. All the minting options are great. Really never had any problems at all. I'd say the only issue I ran into recently is just the price of gas in the test net has been very difficult to test because <laughs> I cannot get a hold of any. Yeah, the the, the Gorley test net gas is uh, a commodity, I've heard. So hopefully they can fix that. Um, yeah. well, well, thank you so much, Modus. We really appreciate you. And um, so we have one more artist and uh, Matala Code. If you could, uh, I'm not sure if you are on your phone, um, but with these Twitter spaces, you have to be on your phone. I've sent you an invitation to speak, so we could try to troubleshoot that. Um, but while we're doing that, um, perhaps if anyone in the audience has any questions, you could uh, raise your hand. And uh, as we're waiting for Metallico to see if we can get Twitter to work here, I can ask a question for Chris. While uh, if anybody else, I know we have a lot of artists in the audience who might be interested in, in finding out some more details. So please feel free to raise your hand or request and we'll get you up here. So while folks are determining if they'd like to, oh, we already have a question. So I'll, I'll shut up and we'll let uh, Rhythm ask their question first uh, while we'll see if we can get Matelicode up here. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm sorry, Rhythm. Uh, Matelicode is up here. So why don't you go ahead first? Uh, if you could please just, oh, I'm sorry. Something happened on my Twitter. If you could please just introduce yourself and, and talk a little bit about your art that you'll be releasing. Yes, yes, hello. Um, my name is uh, Roger. I'm also known as Matalion. Um, I've been doing digital art for, for a long, long time. As a, I started as a programmer, then joined the programming of the arts, and I started making games, interactive installations, VJing, videos, and softwares, all, all on, on, on this spectrum. And since 2021, I've been doing uh, generative collections. Uh, in, independently, I, I do my own contracts as collective code. 
And now this 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 collection, this holos, I've been working on this for maybe two years now, and on and off. So we started as a, like a little project to try to to replicate a, a human eyeball. That's something that I always found fascinating, and it evolved in a way that um, it actually brings some some questions about uh, observer and the universe so who is observing who in this case right because inside each holos you can you can dive in it's it's an interactive piece so if you you click shift or or the mouse you can you can dive inside each holos and it contains a universe inside all right so it's it's originally it's um interactive piece i have um i made a website this holos.vision that is already open with some some previews that on, on the website, you're going to have the, the complete experience with original music. It's a dynamic music um, composer uh, specifically for the project by a friend of mine called BeMind. And it's also have some 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 goods like um, head tracking so we can follow you wherever you go. And also there's a, I made a mode specifically for, for galleries, for public spaces. So if anyone wants to display it, um anywhere you just just plug the in the website and turn it on it can you can follow the the visitors or you can just stay there um uh, traveling by itself with the, the the music so i'm really fascinated by this 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 piece so i hope everybody enjoys it like the same way like i do Thank you. We can't wait. I, I I just love seeing so much art. This is like the best job in the world. Uh, so I really appreciate you making this, sharing it. Can't wait to see it. And same question. Why did you decide to release on Eclipse.art and, and how's your experience been? Oh, yes. I, I've i been doing my own contract since, um, since I started on, on Ethereum. I only work on Ethereum as of yet. So I, I like doing everything from the art, the, the code and the website, but it's too much um, it's too much work, you know, for to make one collection I have to think about contract, about the art, about the website and distribution and everything. So it, I, I was really looking for some place where I could um, just um, skip some, some of these parts and eclipse.art is uh, I, I found the, the best way to, to to launch it because they take care of all the infra and rendering and contract management management and the experience has been really really smooth and um, the team is very is very responsive but very attentive to to everybody and i i, I mean I, I i found it the 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 best place today to do this this kind of art so i'm really happy that it's happening now so are we so are we thank you so much for coming in, and my apologies, Matelion, for uh, mispronouncing your, your name. Oh, no problem. I appreciate you correcting that. <laughs> thank you. Uh, well, thank you for all of our fantastic artists for coming and sharing. And uh, we, as I mentioned, we're going to open this up for some questions now. Uh, Rhythm, I appreciate you being patient. Uh, please go ahead. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, good day. My name is Jamari. Um, I'm one of the curators of, of Rhythm Art, also a, a, a Gen Art member. Um, I just want to really express my appreciation for the work in bringing like the open generative art platform um, to, to Ethereum. I think this ability to increase accessibility and be able to, to showcase more, more work is, is absolutely fantastic. And I think it's going to be a fundamental um, important um, primitive for for the for for, for the art space, um, particularly on, on, on Ethereum. Um, I'm just excited by the continued work that that's been happening to to ease the onboarding and to provide clarification and and just the the the, the all around quality and, and diligence that's been brought to to this. Um, I'm a, a a big fan of of the team and the community um, that I was at Gen Art, and I'm just excited to. Um, support Eclipse dot art in all its permutations, combinations, and versions, and um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to, to to collecting what I can. Thank you, Fantastic. thank you for the kind words. Thank Fantastic. you very much, Rhythm. Yeah, uh, well, thank you, Rhythm. Appreciate the love and the support for the Gen dot art and Eclipse dot art team, and. Um, I just had one question that had, had come up, and as I'm asking, if anybody else has a question, please uh, feel free to request or raise your hand. And, uh, you know, uh, Chris, you and I were mentioning this a little bit before. Um, one thing people have talked about with some of these open platforms is, you know, the goal, of course, is to allow more people to come and be able to release their art. As many artists know, there's a long waiting list on some of the platforms where you have to go through a curatorial board in order to release. Uh, but one of the potential downsides is that um, Ethereum, the gas costs can be high. And uh, I know that you all have some really, uh, again, fantastic engineering as we've been talking about. So I'm curious how you have tried to approach this to make it more affordable and, and therefore uh, more people can join and release art. Sorry, I, I didn't hear the last 10 seconds what you said. I was disconnected. Oh, I, <laughs> I was just curious um, and uh, some of the ways you've worked to address the, the high gas costs on Ethereum to enable uh, more artists to be able to release. So... Um... First thing I already mentioned it, um, the 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 Eclipse contracts, the the implementation contracts, they are separated from the minting and from the logic that comes to well, regarding this distribution and um, splitting funds, etc. So um, one thing that we can provide is uh, a custom. ERC implementations like the ERC 721A that was introduced by the Azuki team um, that lowers gas fees and uh, one example, one minting multiple uh, tokens or transferring uh, multiple tokens. So um, yeah, one of the features that our infrastructure provides is that uh, we can uh, introduce a new kind of implementations that uh, lower gas fees or um, maybe also for different kind of purposes what uh, they will come in the future um, and we can also improve on the on our minter contracts so because they are separated so we can reduce the the, the, the minting on the distribution itself and on the implementation and 
the artist can just choose from it. Like right now we have uh, one implementation, uh, the, the standard implementation that we use for gen art, this one that, that is used by default, but uh, in the future we'll be able to add uh, more. And uh, yeah, this will help uh, lower gas fees and also the, the deployment of the collection. Like um, if, if an artist sets um, um, five reality addresses and shares, uh, then of course uh, on mint, the, the gas cost will increase on minting. So it, it depends also on the artist how he wants to customize his uh, contracts. And uh, yeah. Got it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate, again, all the thought that you've taken to consider the user experience for artists, collectors, and builders, and wanted to see if there are any more questions. Give a few seconds of awkward silence. Uh, I, I think probably not. So, uh, Chris, Ghost, uh, any last words? you want to share with everybody listening now or later on the recording? Uh, well, definitely. Uh, thanks for, thanks for having us on. Um, and it's, it's been a pleasure organizing this, um, um, with you and, and getting this ready for the launch of Eclipse and for, for our listeners, uh, yeah, Eclipse is live and, and we are happy to bring a platform that is open for everyone to use and, all artists are welcome to come and try out, come and ask questions if you want Discord. And uh, yeah, it's it's live. Uh, we have our collections that are live. They're minting right now. They look amazing. And throughout this week, we have other collections also dropping. So um, feel free to look at those as well as they go live. Um, we'll be, of course, live on Twitter, posting, posting uh, some stuff about them as well. And yeah, happy to happy to have this day happen. So it was like very exciting day for us. Absolutely, uh, just super excited to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, okay. Just go on. Go on. Sorry. I was gonna say, I you know, thank you for the opportunity. I was really excited to partner with you all, and I've been thinking that we need this type of platform for many, many months. So I'm really just excited to see the impact it'll have on the ecosystem. And I know you've been working extremely hard to make it happen. So again, I just want to applaud you and applaud all the artists for supporting and for, you know, helping to improve the space. Uh, I think it means a lot more than sometimes you can appreciate to the space to have you putting time and effort into this art and to support this type of platform that pushes the ecosystem forward. So. Thank you for all the artists as well. Thank you too. Thank you too for yeah, everything uh, the past weeks. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing the upcoming collections. And uh, yeah, very happy to actually be here. Yeah, I also want to thank uh, Chris and Ghost and the rest of the Eclipse team. I mean, you built this great platform and it's been really uh, fun to to also deploy there appreciate that gents appreciate it all right then if there's nothing else we can go ahead and wrap up give us all some time to go look at this great art play around with the platform uh chris and team hopefully you guys can get some rest 
I'm sure you've been burning hard. And to all the artists, everyone in the audience, everyone who's listening later, we really appreciate you. Please go ahead and follow Eclipse Art. It's Eclipse underscore dot underscore art on Twitter. Their website is uh, exactly their name, Eclipse.art. Check it out. Check out these fantastic artists and uh, support them. Give them a follow too. This will be out on our podcast. We'll be releasing it shortly. And if anyone has any questions for us, you can always message us. Our DMs are open. We're at collectors underscore XYZ. Thanks again, everybody. Really appreciate your time and your attention. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Yes, thank you, everybody. Have a nice day and uh, speak soon. Bye-bye. Yep. Speak soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.